0: There is nothing worse than untapped potentials. If you know that you're made for more, this is the place. I know that every successful person I've ever met has one thing in common. They do not let themselves fall victim to their circumstances. They figure out a way to rise above it. So join me on this journey where I help you to be better, do better, and have better in life and in business. If you're feeling stuck and you're needing some practical tools, some hope to get you to that better life, this is definitely a place for you. The Unstuck Podcast. I am Michelle Weemey, and today we get a chance to have a very candid and inspirational conversation with goal achieved success coach Lissa Friggins, girls and boys that are listening, this woman is doing amazing things. And I think that you're going to be so inspired by just her energy and all the ways that she's trying to serve people that you are not gonna to wanna to miss a single word. So Lisa, thank you so much for hopping into the conversation and and being here today.
1: This is such an honor because you are in my ear every week. I look forward to when your podcast comes <laughs> out and I'm always like, oh, who's she talking to today? And what what nugget am I gonna glean? And so I pray that the people who are listening today are going to be, like you said, inspired and encouraged and and moved to taking action when it comes to what they're doing in their life or their business,
0: right? Oh my gosh. I just love that so much that you, you know, you're you're a listener and here you are, you know, having this conversation, which is one of the reasons why I love the OnSuck backstage so much because people are like, oh my gosh, like I'm talking to these experts. And, and so it's just so cool that I get to talk to you too. And, and this is going to be such, such a blessing. So Lisa, tell us more about what it is that a goal achieved success coach really is like, what is it that you do? How are you serving people today?
1: Yes. Well, gosh, success is defined in so many different ways by people, right? And sometimes it can be that elusive thing that it feels like it's just so far off or we're on that someday plan, uh, that one day plan. I feel like especially I know that your audience is a lot of entrepreneurs. And so I think when we get into the space, you know, we start thinking about like, what are my goals and what are my dreams and where am I going? And yet we create those vision boards. And they literally sit, you know, on our wall, uh, on our bulletin boards, or maybe even on our phone. And it's us over here looking at them from afar and being like, oh, that looks so amazing. And one day that's going to be my life and all the things. And so what I do is I help women specifically. I love to serve women after 40, or I jokingly say those who will be one day, because if you are not yet 40 and you <laughs> start learning these things early, you'll be light years ahead of I step ahead yes (laughs) yeah so if you you will be over 40 one day right um you know how to look at your goals not like as they're they're like over here but like from your goal Mm -hmm. achieved like you are on the top of mount everest if that was your goal Mm -hmm. to mount everest right yeah i'm looking at this mountain of mount everest and look how beautiful it is and look at the grandeur yes Mm -hmm. but like i'm on and visualize yourself on top of mount everest looking out Mm -hmm and seeing the view and feeling the exhilaration and breathing in that, that air, that mountain air, and then starting to show up in your life from your goal achieved now. Because the only way that that girl got to the top of Mount Everest was because she thought and acted like the person who climbs to the top of Mount Everest, right? Yes. Putting yourself in the place instead of away from it, it helps you get there faster and easier.
0: Oh my gosh. A hundred percent. And you and I actually talked on your podcast already about this. And one of the things that I see trip people up more than anything is a lack of belief in themselves. And if you don't have a belief in yourself that you are able to get to the top of Mount Everest, you are never going to take any of the action steps that are going to get you there. And so the fact that you focus so much attention on the most important thing in my opinion is really stepping into the person that Mm. you need to become in order to see the life that you will create as it's already happened is so important you guys so if you haven't checked out Lisa's podcast you absolutely have to um and so thank you for sharing that and i have to just ask you with this passion that you have what led you? What in your journey kind of got you to the place where you're like, this is what I need to do to help people?
1: Honestly, I think it's one of those things that you don't realize it's coming, but it's happening as you go. In fact, my daughter is about to graduate (laughs) from high school and she just asked me the other day, mom, would you have gone to college if you would have known what you would be doing now at the age that you are, which is nothing. Well, I wouldn't say nothing related. I was an education major. So technically I still am educating in a different way, but yeah, You know, when I was 18, I didn't know that this is what I'd be doing, this helping women to, you know, see themselves from their goal achieved and and help them to have that belief and then line that up with the right actions and things like that. And so it's just so interesting, right? It's this journey of just us figuring Mm -hmm. it out. And for me, you know, like... You know, I I went through school, I did that, I got the job, I taught, but then I had kids and I decided I wanted to be home full time with them. Right. And so I, I, that was such a gift to be able to do that. But I felt this, like this urge, this like, like little tug on my heart saying there's more, because I had found that I had really retreated inside the four walls of my house. Um, and, Mm -hmm. and I really wasn't like embracing the bigger vision and the bigger purpose that God had created me for. And so mm-hmm. I was just literally in that survival mode. Um, and and my husband traveled, uh, he was in the military. So he would be gone for a year at a time and I would be home with three kids by myself, right? So wow. kind of a woe is me, you know, and, yeah. and I would just be in that place. And so it wasn't until long after he had come back from a couple of those trips that I turned 40. Mm-hmm. And that's why I call my podcast Repurposed After 40, because I think you hit a major milestone in your life. It could be a major birthday. For you, it could be like your kid turning, you know, mm-hmm. eighteen or thirteen or something like that. It could be yeah. in your yeah. career or your business or whatever, right? Like you have something happen that just makes you wake up and look in the mirror and go. I mean, for me, I was like, "What happened?" I'm like looking at the wrinkles around my eyes and yeah. feel a little more pudge around the belly. But the deeper questions were, "Who yeah. am I?" and "How did I get here?" Mm-hmm. and "What's God created me for?" and "Where am I going?" and and I, knowing that my kids, you know, at this point, we're going to start leaving the nest in not too long. And what was my purpose and focus going to be once I didn't have to take care of them all the time? Um, and so, yeah, yeah. I didn't, even from there, I didn't like just go, oh, I'm going to coach women on how to figure this out for themselves. Like I was trying to figure it out for yeah. me, right? And so it was that process mm-hmm. of asking yeah. ask questions and then finding mentors and really diving into personal growth and then stepping out. into, you know, into some businesses and in starting to really grow me, that has been this progression Mm -hmm. to, at first it was mostly focused on wellness, right. And the physical wellness, which I think is so foundational, but the more conversations Mm -hmm. I had about why they wanted wellness, it always was coming back to what their purpose was, right. And what they wanted that, what they wanted to be able to do with their life and why, Mm -hmm. why that wellness would help them with that. And so from there, then it just kind of like started, like, Almost ballooning into, okay, let's look at our entire life, not just our wellness. Let's look at our faith, our family and friendship relationships, our field of work, Mm. our finances, our fitness, mental and physical, and our fun and say, what does my whole life look like? And how do I start living this by design and not just the default plan that most people are on? And, you know, so just out of my own journey, as I grew in my awareness and saw these things and saw the difference it made, the more and more that I was intentional, I looked around, I saw a lot of women who were just struggling. Uh,
0: and said, hey, "Yeah, let's do this together. Right. Can I, um, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit, because I think that sometimes we can hear these stories from people and then we are like, dang, this woman has it together. Like she sounds like she just had this moment where she just woke up one day and she's like, Oh, I wonder what else is in store for me. <laughs> and it was so easy. And I just got to just ask, like, are you a human like the rest of us? And were there some struggles in there that, that you could some shed some light on so that we can all feel kind of from your standpoint, what that felt like and how how those, those feelings were used not to keep you down, but as the fuel to get you to where you are now. Uh, to be honest, yes. And those have happened to me up until five minutes before we started recording, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I will never, ever tell someone that I have it all figured out and that I have arrived because when I do that, I'm settling and I am, that's not my plan. My, I'm on a growth plan and I always have many things to yeah. learn. So here's a story I'd love to tell because this I think was really pivotal and it's interesting. I didn't see it in the moment, but now I can look back and go, oh gosh, wow. So my husband had been deployed for a year. Okay. So remember yeah. I was home alone, three small children. Mm-hmm. Doing life basically by myself with him on the other side of the world in harm's way. Okay. So he gets Mm -hmm. home and we decide we're going to go away for a getaway weekend. Just the two of us. So my parents came to our house to watch our three kids. He and I hopped in the minivan because that's the stage of life that we were in. We get down the road. I think we had like an hour and a half drive to where we were going to spend the weekend. And it wasn't too far into our drive that he turned to me and he said, So what are your goals? And I was like, I literally like looked at him like, what did you just say? Like, Well, what are your goals? I'm like, I don't have any goals. I've been taking care of our three children for the past year all by myself. I haven't had time to think about going to the bathroom, let alone my goals and dreams. Right. Whereas he had been sitting on the other side of the world with all this downtime, dreaming of all the things he was going to do and wanted to do with our family and whatever, like when he got home. Right. So, I was in the yeah. low well as me and, and he like, and he was not doing this in a mean way. I think he just really was passionate about it. He kept yeah. asking me, what do you mean you don't have any dreams? What do you mean yeah. you don't have any goals? And I remember bawling like the entire drive to where we were going.
0: Yeah. And I was like, okay,
1: this is going to be great, you know? And then we get there and he pulls out a whiteboard and whiteboard markers. And I was like, seriously, how romantic is this? <laughs> you know, because he's okay, remember he's been in the military. Mindset <laughs> for a year. So, um, yeah. so, you know, of course, the goals that made it on the whiteboard, guess what? None of them were mine because I still didn't know what I wanted, right? Even though I was now being asked to give information, I was in the, you know, what well, was me, life has happened to me, yada, yada, right? And it wasn't that I was complaining about my life. It wasn't that I was just like, all I can think about is no. what's
0: right in front of me, right? I'm sure, you've all. Yeah, there. like you're surviving. You were surviving. Exactly. Like, like- Getting through yeah. the day. <laughs> yeah. So we, we came
1: home from that weekend with this whiteboard with these goals written on it, which were all his goals, right? The ones he'd been mm-hmm. dreaming and planning the whole time that he was away. Fine, totally fine. Mm-hmm. So it went in our bedroom and we had this trunk over in the corner. And so it was sitting up on top of the trunk. And you know how things happen? Like it ends up like falling flat on the trunk and then it ends up somehow on the floor and then ends up over in the corner, out of sight, out of mind. Like literally. Yeah, yep. yep. We never talked about it. We never looked at it. Nothing. So wouldn't you believe almost five years later, he's coming home from his next trip and he's like, Hey, how are we doing on those goals? And I was like, Oh, I kind of forgot about those. We pulled that whiteboard out and wouldn't you guess, Yeah, we have not made progress on one single goal. In fact, we probably were further away from them than when we had been the first time we set them. And so now Uh that I look back, knowing what I know now, I was like, number one, Mm -hmm. I just was stuck in my own head. Right, like I had decided because I was in survival mode, because I was this, you know, mom on her own, because my husband was deployed halfway mm-hmm. around the world, because yada yada yada, right? All my head trash that I couldn't have goals and dreams and 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 think beyond just you know the day that I was in, uh, you know. And then I, I look too and go, well, what's the purpose of the goal if it's going to sit on the floor in the corner of your bedroom, right? Like, and how many mm-hmm. times have we raised a glass yeah. on New Year's Eve and said, "This is what I'm going to yeah. do." <laughs> And then what happens? We to the next New Year's Eve, and we're like, "Hey, this is what I'm going to do." You know, and it's just this cycle, you yeah. know. Or maybe we get started on it. You know, that's you know, statistically, mm-hmm. most people fall away from their resolutions by the 17th of January. We going not make it three weeks, yeah. right? And yeah. and so, yeah. I look back to that time and go, I didn't have a vision. I didn't have. I didn't know what my purpose mm-hmm. was beyond, like I said, my four walls. Mm-hmm. I had no goals or dreams. Yes. And I was just literally in default mm-hmm. mode, just reacting to the things that happened to me in life, not really fulfilling mm-hmm. and feeling like I was living out what God was calling me to do. And then I started feeling mm-hmm. that. Tough. So
0: that is a very powerful story, and I think that people are going to listen to that, and they're going to possibly have a couple of different. Um, Ways to associate that to their own lives. Maybe it's, you know, your spouse that is not on the same, you know, growth Mm. plan as you are. And you're like, come on, you know, maybe it's from a place of where somebody already is now, where you're just like, yeah, I'm listening to this, but I am stuck and I can't even see my way out of a paper bag right now. And maybe you're somebody who can look back at yourself or somebody that you love with compassion and say, yeah, I remember being there. And there's hope, there's hope. And I, am guessing that you were probably really pissed at your husband (laughs) that night because you're like, are you not giving me any credit for all the stuff I've been doing while you're gone? And I'm going to put words in your mouth and I want you to correct me. But did you ever think, is there something wrong with me that I'm not good enough? the way I am, do I need to have a goal to be better? Did you ever think anything like that? Because I think sometimes totally. we can get that in our heads.
1: Yeah. Like, do I have to achieve something? Because I
0: was that achiever. I was,
1: you know, I graduated mm-hmm. with honors. I was in leadership positions. I, you know, excelled mm-hmm. in my career field. Yeah. I excelled in my network marketing businesses, you know, like all these, all these things. And yeah. Not, yeah. that's not what defines us. And here's the interesting part of the story. Is, you know, of course I didn't know, I didn't recognize all this at the time, right? And life just kind of yeah. went on and I didn't really do a whole lot. And just recently yeah. he and I went away for a getaway weekend and guess who was the one asking what are your dreams and goals and who was the one who was dragging? <laughs> <the heat? laughs>
0: it was total. yes, role, and result, I, Right. It was just, so I love that. Yeah. I love that and i think that and i'm gonna i'm just gonna ask you because i think it's also good for us to have some realistic like expectations on this so if you were to look back at the time frame from when that first weekend happened to when you were able to say that was a blessing Mm -hmm. that that experience was actually Uh, my first indicator to me that maybe like I am in survival mode. How long, how many maybe years did it take for you to be able to appreciate that weekend instead of being, you know, like frustrated in in
1: the moment? weekend happened about
0: 15 years ago.
1: And I would say it really wasn't until, I mean, I started making changes about nine years ago, right? So there was still this big period of time even in between there, right? That five years, really, Mm -hmm. if you look at that, that I wasn't really Mm -hmm. really anything. But yet it's been this, yeah. this process too, that I would really say yeah. in the last year or two, have I really been able to look back even at that situation and say, wow, mm-hmm. look at how far I've come. Right. And look, yeah. at that that's, I didn't that's amazing. That
0: I've yeah. I, I just think that it's really cool because I think that you're giving us, you know, not only hope if it is, you know, somebody that you care about your spouse or whatever that is not maybe on the same growth plan as you that that never say never. Right. Like, and I think that the thing is, is that your husband, he knew your potential and he wasn't afraid to call you out on or, or up to that potential at the time, even though you weren't ready for it. Yes, Right. And I think that when we can see that as the gift, like if somebody doesn't even think that we have the capacity and the capability to do more then they're never going to call us to that. And I think that rather than looking at it from a view of what's wrong with me that this person needs to change me, it's, wow, this person sees something in me that I don't see in myself. Do you see a difference in in your perspective on that over the years?
1: So, yeah, like sometimes somebody else sees it in you, what you don't see in yourself. And it's interesting because I think sometimes we think that we have to do it all ourselves. And Mm -hmm. so here was the mistake that I made though. When I did start working on me, um, I started asking those questions. I started looking at, okay, so maybe I need, let's start setting some goals. Let's start having some dreams. Right. But then I made this mistake. I then just started doing, doing more. And again, here came all my tendencies from when I was younger and I was that achiever. And I could, I could do right. I could get the A, I could get the top award. I could get the whatever. And so guess what? I just brought that yeah. right into this piece of my life now after 40. Yeah. And I just started doing more and doing and doing and doing and doing. And guess what? Yeah. I was exhausted. I was overwhelmed. Yeah. My family wasn't getting yeah. very much of me because there wasn't much of me left over. I was frustrated because I would get to this like, this like glass ceiling. It was like, I couldn't get any further. And I just was like, I have to try harder. I'm your systems girl. Give me a checklist. Give me a system. I'm your girl. I love structure. Like, tell me what to do and I will do it to the T and then some, right? And I was expecting that that was what was going to get me the results. So that was that nice mistake.
0: You know, I think that it's so easy because I get stuck into the all or nothing mindset a lot. And it's like, I either am amazing or I suck. (laughs) And mostly it's I suck sometimes, (laughs) you know, get the stupid, you know, um, self-talk that we have sometimes, but it's like black or white. Like I, I can really get stuck in that. And I, I personally, I know you and I have had a conversations just, you know, as we have gotten to know each other over, over the last couple of years, that that was something that I found myself in is really attaching myself to such goals in, and losing the harmony that I had with all of the other things in my life. And that's one of the things that I really appreciate about the work that you're doing is that you are integrating all of those other things into, you know, our, our goals as we achieve them. And I love that. You guys, what we're going to do next is we're going to talk to Lissa about all of the ways that she has, gotten herself from where she was when she was telling us a story about kind of being stuck there to where she is now and all of the other things that she uses to help her clients get from where they were to where they are now. And really give you some good practical tools to start today, to start thinking about something, to start doing something. But first, I cannot wait to tell you all about something that my team and I have been so excited to share with you guys. It's called the Better Club Elite, and it's all about ways that we can improve connection between our amazing podcast guests like Lissa and you guys who really would love the chance to sit at the table and have a conversation with people like Lissa. So I'm going to tell you all about it in just a moment, and then we're going to come back and we're going to dive into the rest of the conversation here with Lissa and get some practical tools under our tool belt in order to get started on that life that we are to live in just a moment. Hey, Michelle here. And I just got to ask you, do you ever listen to podcasts or special training from gurus who are telling you exactly what to do? but you still have questions. Wouldn't it be amazing if you actually could ask questions to the people who are presenting to give you your personalized answer to how you can get into action and apply it to your unique situation. That is exactly why I created the Better Club Elite, which is a very special, very exclusive monthly membership that gives you access to those question and answer sessions that are going to get you in action and get you all lined up with everything that you need to start being better, doing better, and having better in life and in business. The support, the answers, and everything that you need to get you in action. So let's go. Okay, sister, let's get started on like our to-do list on, on what can we start to do today that is going to take us from where we are to where we wanna be. What would you say is a great place to start?
1: Uh, the great thing, the great place to start is this, make your to-do list and then tear it up. Okay.
0: Yeah, I know that's <laughs> the, line, the checklist girl point. is telling us that.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. So here's the thing. So remember I told you that was a mistake. But I thought that me just doing more was going to get me the yeah. results I wanted. Right. And yeah. when we just do more, I want you to think about that fly on the window. Right. And it literally is like trying it like it, it's like flapping its wings harder. It's hitting its head harder because it can see what it wants, that freedom it wants right on the other side of that glass window. Right. And it's you're just watching it and you've got this perspective sitting back and you're like, if that flag keeps flying and flapping its wings and hitting its head you know, against that same spot, it is never going to break through. It's never going to get to what it wants. But from your perspective, you're back here. Right. And you can look and see there's an open window over there. Or there's an open door over here. And if that fly would just come back and look around, right? So yes, I am a recovering to-do list girl. Like it is not about the doing. And that being said, that doesn't mean you just sit on your couch and wait for things to come to you. But what you do (laughs) do is you start to be first, right? Because like, go back to that Mount Everest thing, right? That girl who was at the top of Mount Everest, who did she have to be? Mm -hmm. What did she have to believe? What did she have to think? What did she have to feel? Right? All of those things are so important because that's what drove what she did. Right? And so often we try to put the do first. We say, I'm going to do, then be, so I can have. And that is the wrong order. It's be, Mm -hmm. then do, then have. Right? So that first thing this is really hard for people who are achievers and to do girls and type A's and list people and check the box people. Okay. So if you're that person and you're listening, here's what I'm going to say to you. The best thing you can do when you get up in the morning is not to start doing, to start being first, Mm -hmm. right? Like really get Mm -hmm. like fill up your cup, really get that clear picture. Know what your purpose is. Mm -hmm. Know what you want this to look like fleshed out. Right. And then from there, You go so what would she do today Mm -hmm. who would she connect with yeah how would she serve how would she show up what where would she invest her time her money her energy her focus right like and then it's not about like okay now i'm gonna go out and have like you know 30 uh, conversations with people and try to you know do all this stuff maybe it's just one two or three conversations but they're really focused with the right
0: people about the
1: right things and so then you're not yep. yeah the fly on the window just trying to do more.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. That's that's exactly exactly the way that I start out my morning in in every single day. I started out by listening to myself playing a recording of of the life that I am living at my best. And I listen yes. to it and I feel it and I feel the emotions and I become her. In order yes. for me to then now I'm going to make an easier decision to get out of bed and, and exercise, or I'm going to make an easier decision to not hit the snooze button or an easier decision to, to make that first phone call because I've already decided that I'm living this life already. And it's, it's one of the very first things that I, that I coach people to do as well, Alyssa, because you have to become that version long before you you start to do it. I love that philosophy so much. What is something else that you would say is a must?
1: So I think after getting quiet, it's really putting up those healthy boundaries because this is what I used to do. So I used to be that girl of, okay, I have my quiet time in the morning and then I rush into my day and I've got all this stuff coming into me via social media and people in my life. And, you know, and then it just, it almost was like what I did in the morning didn't even matter because I let all of this control where I was going, how I was thinking, how I was feeling, right? The things I was doing, I was now reacting to the world around me and all the stuff they were putting in. So I think it's really important that you put boundaries around who and what you are letting in, you know? So filling your cup mm. first and then making sure that what, what is coming into your world is only what she, you with your goal achieved would, would bring into her world. Mm. Right? So often we let, can poems- you, can you, our schedules, our, our friends yeah. be covered with all this stuff that just yeah. takes us away yeah. from the life we want. Oh,
0: yeah. I was like, love to, can you give me a, like a really practical example so that somebody can be like, okay, yeah, now I understand what she means by that. Yes. So I
1: think one of the biggest distractions is this phone thing. It's like another appendage, right? You and I, got yes. this we didn't have this in our back pocket all the time, but our kids <laughs> yeah. will never know life yeah. without it. Right. And so do you remember back in the day right. when like you didn't always have this with you and you weren't always checking something whenever you had a, a minute of downtime? Like when you had a minute of downtime, mm-hmm. you were, you were looking around you, you were interacting with people, you were dreaming, you were playing, you were creating, you were right, whatever. And so I think because we are yeah. always attached to this thing, listen to the statistic. The average person has 2,617 interactions with their phone in one day. That is crazy. And that's average, which means there are a lot of people listening today right now that yeah. are way more than that. And even if you were like mm-hmm. a fourth of that, right? Like yeah. what is that taking away from your life? Yeah. You know? So I'm a big yeah. believer. Oh my gosh. Well, it's clean this. You're off, a big believer right? in what? I'm sorry. Get rid, of, get rid of any app, get rid of anything yeah. that's on here that is going to distract you. That mm-hmm. game, right. That is not serving your, your, goal achieved, you know, whatever that's right. Right. Now, right. That's going to suck you in like get rid of it turn mm-hmm. off notifications. And then when you do go on here, yeah. decide, here's the timeframe I'm gonna be on here and here's my purpose for being on here yep. and then stick to it.
0: Okay, so I gotta ask you this because I get this question a lot and I would love to hear your perspective on it. So we as business owners, you and I both are growing two businesses online and we know the power of being on social media is how we we connect with amazing people all over the world right but sometimes social media can really bring out um not the best feelings in us it's almost like you know you said you have to be really mindful of what you're bringing into your life and so Sometimes, you know, in order for you to show up on social media, we're supposed to be engaging with our audience. But in that feed is something or someone that triggers like a, an uneasy feeling or a comparison or a bad memory or whatever. And so it it actually makes doing something like that hard to do. Where's the balance in that? Balancing and protecting our hearts from, from the things that could be hurting us, but also using it in order for us to grow our business?
1: I love that question because I think it all comes down to intention and your purpose. So if I just am mindlessly scrolling, if that's my purpose to go on is just, oh, I'm not really on here for any reason. I'm just scrolling. Then yeah, I'm probably going to be distracted by all these little squirrels, right? That pop up in my feed. But if I go on with a purpose to encourage, I'm going to be looking for opportunities to encourage. If I go on with a purpose to... You know, to check in with some people and see what's going on in their life. If I'm going, you know, so having that purpose is gonna direct me to where I'm going. And it's almost like I put blinders on to the other stuff. But here's the other thing you can do. When something comes into your world, because it does, we live in a fallen, broken, sinful world. Things will happen. Yep. Things are gonna come in that yep. are not serving our goal achieved, right? Right. Guess what you right. can say. Guess what you can say? You can say this very this one word. Next, right? You can notice it and see it and as soon as you feel that trigger as soon as you feel that distraction about happen, or as soon as you feel that emotion come up and you know, is this going to serve me with my goal achieved? And the answer is no. Next. And you just move on. You literally don't give it any more attention and you do not uh, give it any emotion and start internalizing it. Just next it.
0: And one of the reasons that, yeah, I love that. And one of the reasons that I love what I'm doing as far as helping business owners to, to go from you know knowing better to doing better, right, mm-hmm. is, is recognizing that sometimes our business can actually become a diagnostic tool for things that we have needed to address for a really long time. And mm-hmm. so if you're starting to notice that you need to be on social media for your business and you keep getting triggered... Like, this is a clue that there's something in your life and your beautiful soul that needs to be healed, that's going to benefit your business, but it's going to benefit all of your other relationships and everything else that you have going on. And so rather than looking at it like a negative, looking at it like an, a curiosity, like, I, what is this showing me about myself that I have to start to address and look at and heal so that I can show up better in my business and in my life? And, you, you know, what you said allows for us to be able to do that. It's like that acknowledgement of it, but then making a conscious decision like next, because that's not the version of my future self. It's going to get stuck into that, that spiral, emotional spiral. Right. I love that.
1: And I love how you like stop and look in the mirror, because whenever we see a result that we don't like or a circumstance we don't like, we always have to look in the mirror first and say, Mm -hmm. what is this reflecting back about me? And not putting, it's so easy to put the responsibility and ownership mm-hmm. on somebody else. And while they may have a big part in it, mm-hmm. we still have to always look at and what's, yes. why am I letting this affect me this way? Yes. What is it in me that, like you said, I need to address? Yes.
0: A hundred percent. And I think that one of the things that um, a friend of mine, Sarah, told me yesterday, she's like, both things can be true. Mm-hmm. Like, like in a sense of what they, The way that they feel that they've wronged you or you've wronged, you know what I mean? Like how you feel they've wronged you, how they feel you've wronged you, they both can be true. And I think that that's one of the things like we are not always 100% innocent in anything. We have to own our part in it, whether it be that maybe we just are, you know, very quick to emotionally react, or maybe it's that we have expectations on other people or maybe whatever but just to be able to look in the mirror i think is so powerful Lisa, i could literally we could talk all day like we have the same um we have the same passions to serve people we have the same faith in just knowing that there is a higher calling that makes us you know take messy courageous actions when we don't feel like it. We're not motivated. We're scared, you know, all of the things, but we're choosing to do that in obedience. And I just, I feel such a, such a draw to you. And I hope that you guys listening can feel the same. Lisa, what other things would you like to make sure that we have a chance to talk about before we start to wrap up our conversation? I
1: think probably the one biggest thing that is so simple and yet so impactful is that where you are is just where you are. It's not who you are. Right? Like we can yes, get down yes. ourselves, we can have expectations that are coming from others, expectations we have of ourselves, comparison, like you brought mm-hmm. up, you know, oh, I didn't reach yes. my goal, you know, whatever it is. And then we start making it mean something about us. And really, I think that first step is just awareness. Where am I, right? Where do mm-hmm. I want to be? And how do I start thinking like that yep. girl who's already there, right? Because if you don't yeah. ever put in the GPS where you are in relation to Mount Everest, you will never get there. Yeah. Right, and if you yeah. stay in that and place, I, you go. Okay, I know where I am, but then you stay there and don't do anything to move towards Mount Everest. Yeah, and you'll never be there, right. So it's that.
0: okay, and I think here's it's, where I am, now what? Yeah, and I think like sometimes too. Like I'm picturing this. I love I love word pictures, right? And so we're picturing Mount Entra- Mount Everest, and we've started on the journey, and we're not there mm. yet. And we fail sometimes to look back, like mm. holy crap! Look how far I've come. Yes. And to take that moment and celebrate and not live in the gap, right? To live in the gain of where we came from and to where we are versus everything striving from where we are to where we want to be. And I think that when we can recognize those wins of how far we have come, it's going to give us that extra push to become, you know, the place at the top of that Mount Everest. And, and I just, I love that so much, Lissa. Thank you so much for that. You guys, we're going to make sure that you have all of the ways to connect with Lisa inside of the show notes so that it's super easy and convenient. She has an amazing, amazing mission. She has a podcast, she has a Facebook group, she has all kinds of things that she's doing to show up in the world to, to bless people. And I know that, that lots of people are gonna be blessed by following your journey, by getting to know you better. And I just wanna thank you so much. One of the things that I ask all of my guests to do, and you as a listener already know the secret answer. A lot of my people don't, but what would you ask our audience to think about as we, we give them kind of their homework to go into this week, thinking about something that is going to help move them forward?
1: Wow. So many great things that I could say in here. And I love this question. And I think really it's like, why are you trying to do it alone? Right. Like one of my favorite quotes is mm-hmm. never DIY your greatest priorities. We ask for help with getting our nails done,
0: yes. getting our house
1: cleaned, getting our taxes, yes. you know. But yet it comes to these big things in our life or a relationship or a business. And we think, I got this. But I guarantee every single person who's gone to the top of Mount Everest <gasps> did not do it by themselves. Right. They had not only other people coming with them to help prepare, yeah. but they had somebody who had done it before, yeah, go with them up the mountain. And they stopped at those basics yes, yes. and rested, right? And so, yeah, like, are, why are you trying to do this alone? Why do you think I can just keep doing and I'm going to get there? Like, you have to have other people in the journey. You have to have mentor or coach or yes. community of people who are who are committed to goals and growth. And most people yes. are not. Oh, so, yeah, I love the back yeah, and, and, it's all. Ah.
0: Yeah. Thank you. You know, um, you guys, like, why are we DIYing our biggest priorities? Like that right there gave me goosebumps. And so where are you trying to do this alone? Lisa? thank you so much. You guys, if you haven't had a chance to take a stringing shot and and make sure that you're letting people know that you're listening to this episode, share it in your stories, let people know about, about Lisa and all the things that you're learning from her, ways that this episode was impactful for you because we need to get the word out in order for people not only ourselves, but the ones that we love to be able to get unstuck, right? To get from where we are to where we wanna be. And Lissa's example is such a great example of that because her husband was one of the first, like, you know, pushes for her to start to go on her unstuck journey. And so remember that, that the little things that you're doing every day for the people that you care about, do make a difference, even if it's 15 years later, right? So thanks, everybody, for listening. Lisa. thank you so much for everything. And I hope you guys all have the most amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to the Untuck Podcast. I am so grateful to be on this journey with you. And don't forget to check out the show notes if you want to get into my private club, The Better Club, to be able to learn better ways to be better, do better, and have better. So until next time, keep showing up. Let's get unstuck together. Have a great day.